Am I on? Am I on? Testing, one, two, three. Testing. Testing, one, two, three. All right. First podcast of April. It is now 2.25 in the morning. So pardon my lack of uh, uh, exciting vibe. Um, this is not an on the road. This is uh, back in the studio. Living room studio. Um, I'm going to review uh, the long-awaited Avengers Infinity War Part 1. And this is the spoiler-free review. So, if you want to listen to the non-spoiler, uh, or the spoiler, I'm sorry, the spoiler review, uh, just fast-forward through this one and get to the uh, second part. First part, spoiler-free review. Um, real excited to go see this movie. Um, it's not so often that you get a, a true movie event like this one, and uh, this definitely felt like an event. Um, this is a movie that has to be seen in the theater. Uh, it, it's, uh, you know, I had to sit through probably 20 commercials at the theater, though. <laughs> so stay away from uh, the MJR uh, epics. Uh, don't get there too early because you're going to sit through a whole hell of a lot of commercials. Anyway, a lot of excitement. I've seen just about every Marvel movie leading leading up to this. Um, I've liked liked and loved most of them uh, to varying degrees. Um, heck, I even liked the second Avengers movie. I thought it was pretty awesome. Some now was not good as the not not as good as the first Avengers movie, but it was pretty damn good, even with its faults. Um, Anyway, this movie, it just grabs you by the balls from the beginning. You're getting into the story immediately um, from the setup of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Galaxy 2, pretty much, and Doctor Strange, which this movie makes me want to watch Doctor Strange again because I really enjoyed the heck out of Doctor Strange in this the further along this movie went. Um and it was good seeing Iron Man again. It was. He's kind of got a liquid metal suit this time, which they got to be careful with because the sillier you get with the suit, the less grounded it becomes. Um, the first one it was great because it felt just grounded enough to like, especially the the scene where Tony Stark is like. Uh, levitating above the cars with the uh, rocket boots that felt so real to me because I think a lot of it was done practically um, Iron Man 2 you got the awesome uh, you know uh, suit in the suitcase which was was cool because I think that's from the comic um, but I, I'd say don't go any further than that don't get too crazier than that and this one it started to be a little liquidy and I'm like, yeah, that's kind of like a Black Panther kind of thing, where it's getting you're starting to lose this a little bit with believability. But that being said, 
I still enjoy the new Iron Man outfits. And, uh, you know, I know uh, they shoot most of his costume out of, uh, you know, they where he's out of the costume. He's probably only got the gloves on uh, in on set. Um, you know, and, and, you know, you go with it. But um, anyway, I will say this about... Uh, most of the movie and, and I there was some spoilers because um, they're saying hey you know the Russo brothers are saying well Thanos is the main guy and he gets the most screen time in the movie and it's like wow so I was kind of ex expecting that um, that being said Josh Brolin uh, really brought it he real and he had to bring it in this one <laughs> that was a lot of pressure for any actor um, he really had to bring it and um, yeah I uh, I really appreciated his acting his uh, he went deep with the character and probably part of that's writing a lot of it's the acting um, he gave it he took it really seriously and that was awesome um for such a, a big character like that, you gotta you gotta give it some depth. I think the more depth, the more in interesting. Um, the CG on his face, I was really worried about, um, but in a lot of the close-ups, some of it looks pretty damn real. I was debating with my friend, like, why don't why not just put him in you know some some makeup and prosthetics? While I would have liked that probably a little bit more. I think they approach Gollum levels with his CG, uh, CGI facial expressions and uh, movement and everything. Um, I, and matter of fact, it, they might even make him just a little too damn real, like <laughs> performance-wise. And and uh, you know, I mean, the, the, I, I I dare say they gave him maybe even more depth than in the comic from what I've read. But that being said, I know that's kind of blasphemy because there's some great Thanos moments. And Thanos is a really unique kind of villain, um, which I've never read a lot just because a lot of the comics that he was in, I never read a lot of. I think maybe he was in some Silver Surfer. I'm sure he was. Um, Infinity War, I just missed that story arc. Um and I just, I just, you know, my brother, my brother didn't have those comics. Unfortunately, I probably just breezed through them at the comic shop. I didn't get a chance to pick them up or have the money to. It looked cool. Um, I don't think I was following Spider-Man at the time. Although probably when Eric Larson took over, I, I started to pick it up. Um, but that's, yeah, I always feel bad that I missed that arc. I only saw some pages, read some pages of Secret Wars. Um so that's another good one, a big one I could have read. Uh, I probably was a bit more into DC those days. Um, I didn't get into Marvel probably till like a bit later, probably the late late eighties, because um, my brother was a big DC fan, and I pretty much read a lot of his comics, or I got into the comics that he was uh, that he left around. But anyway, I'm getting veering off course. Uh, Really, uh, the effects, I'd say 
85 to 90% were dead on. We're, we're pretty damn good. The best I've seen in these movies. Um, there's a few scenes where it's like, well, that looked a little... Uh, I think that Tony Stark in, in, the, in the Iron Man suit, there's a side profile that didn't look too great, but you go with it. That's okay. You forgive him for a few shots. No big deal. Um, it got it felt a little Star Warsy, uh, Phantom Menace, when they're in uh, <clears throat> and it's a, this is in the trailer when they're they're in Wakanda. It's a wide open field, and there's a big blue shield globe. Um, where it's on. Not that's a, that's necessarily bad, but you know. Gardens of the Galaxy and Phantom Menace, both as much as I appreciate the CGI in them, they run the risk of, of making the everything look too cartoony, um, and that was pretty close there. But um, I tell you, the feeling I got watching it, I was so I was really immersed. There was like there was very little slow parts in it, and any exposition. I was still glued and uh, to the actors saying the lines. It's because every actor you got in, it's a big major actor or a big character. Um, as far as uh, uh, story goes, I think it, 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 you know, I hear some, oh, they're saying, oh, the, oh, the pacing, or uh, I, I, I thought the pacing was fine, this one. Um, trying to think how else to tell you this without spoiling it um yeah all the characters were represented given decent screen time i really enjoyed the heck out of dr strange um his his uh his uh powers in this are in full effect um yeah everyone showed up they uh punched their uh time time cards and uh they ate the catering and they they said the lines <laughs> god how else can i say this <laughs> um yeah yeah you know so you, you get the idea that okay captain america iron man they've come back to play you know uh, they have to get over the differences from civil war somehow and that is kind of resolved but kind of not not actually not really so I'm sure they're waiting for the second movie to do that. Um, trying to think what else. Thor is great in this. Uh, every yeah, Guardians. I mean, the volumes two Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, yeah, it's a good movie. I felt the pacing was off in that one. It, it got a little too slow in some parts, and also I thought it was kind of like a, a bit more emo, not so so funny and a lot of the jokes are missed in this one i felt the jokes are a lot more dead on especially rocket um yeah and quill was a lot funnier in this one so yeah there's a lot of good good parts in it um spider-man he's got the he's got an iron man spidey suit it's fantastic i'm gonna end this spoiler free review and I'm uh, I'm gonna give it, uh, and you can fast forward if you don't want to hear the review. I'm gonna give this one a solid ten out of ten. 
which I haven't given in a while, a long time. I don't even know if I gave uh, old man, uh, old man uh, <laughs> Logan a 10. It was pretty damn close, so I might have given it a 9.5 or something. This is a solid 10. I can't tell you much that I didn't like about this one. Um, okay. Meet me over at part two after you saw the movie. I'll give you my full review. And in three, two, one. Yeah. So, part two. This is the spoiler version of my review. Like I said in the first one, um, Thanos, his, the CG and the close-ups, his, his, the purple skin, you could see some of the, you know, uh, holes where his beard would be. I mean, it was just, you can you could feel what his head would feel like with that, uh, the a buddy of mine said, the spongy, I, I think his head, it felt, it looked like he had thick skin, thick purple skin, and he had the, you know, the scroll chin going. Um, yeah, maybe you could squeeze that and get some kind of weird water, use it as a sponge, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> anyway, there's a fight in the beginning of this movie, and there's a lot of fighting early on, and it just goes full force. Um, and uh, you got the Hulk, and you got um, Thor, um, Loki, and uh, they're already there and uh, I think Thanos arrives somehow and there's a fight almost probably like three minutes into the movie they're fighting the Hulk is fighting Thanos I, I was just like wow we're getting right to it aren't we <laughs> and the Hulk loses the Hulk loses um, yeah he, he goes down and he doesn't really he kind of gets his ass knocked out and Thanos just kind of schools him. And Loki, you know, he gets uh, held up by uh, Thanos. I thought that was pretty good. Um, CG was a little off on that, but uh, you go with it. Um, this was a good scene because, you know, Thanos is threatening to kill Thor by mess, you know, like he's going to. Squash his head with his hand, or or and he starts putting some kind of like a I don't know a laser or something something from one of the stones in his glove to his Thor's head and burning him up. And Loki says, "Go ahead, do it," but then he changes his mind. Says, "No, don't, don't do it. It's you know he's my brother." And so that's revealing because you never really know if Loki is Thor's brother against his brother. Does he really give a shit or not? And this really kind of tells you, yeah, he does. He does care. He cares enough to not want to see his brother die, which I thought was kind of touching. And it, it finally gives us a, a, a final analysis on that. Um, so Loki gets held up, and uh, he gets his neck snapped by uh, Thanos. And uh, now... <laughs> Loki being the god of lies, who knows if he's really dead? Who knows? So that's, you know, that whole thing could have been a trick now that I think about it. Um, but it's still a good emotional engaging scene. 
Um, I love Thanos with the helmet. I think it's, it plays well when he's got the helmet on. And he's got the helmet off. Okay, it's fine. But to me, Thanos always had that helmet on. That and the, the the grin, the evil grin, and the, and the helmet really make that look, that visual look, much like Thor. When Thor has a helmet on, he is more Thor to me. When he's got it off, okay, it's fine. But I wish he had the helmet on in this one a little bit, just for a little bit. Um, let's talk about Thor. Thor has the eye patch. You know, he has eye taken out from the Ragnarok. Um, in this one, he gets a new eye. <laughs> Which apparently was from uh, uh, that rocket got in some kind of a deal um, or something like that or a bet. And uh, yeah, he, uh, he he gives it to Thor and uh, he, after he tells Thor that he might have had it up his ass. <laughs> Thor puts the, the eye in his socket, which is a pretty gruesome uh, little thing to do. And uh, it's wiggling around in there. He's trying to do adjust it. And uh, I thought that was a crazy scene. Um, they got to go to a... Him and Rocket got to go to a... Um, I don't know. How do you explain it? Um, a, a star. A dead star. Well, a covered up star. And they have to active, activate the star. Or reactivate it. Um, to... To get to make Thor's uh, axe hammer, which is cool. I think I, mem I rem remember that a little bit from the comic, him having that kind of weapon. But he's got to do that, and he's got to pull this, pull this chain or something, or be in the way of the star to reignite. Um, in there, he he uh, he meets Peter Dinklage, the Dinker, um, but he's a giant, and. Uh, which is cool. Which I that's that's neat seeing him as the big this big giant guy in there, and Thor is this little guy, and he. <laughs> I thought that was that was cool, and uh, I don't know what character he is. I remember something about him having stone. His character having stone hands. That sounds familiar, like something in the comics. He's got a big beard and and and, and hair in this, and he's like the keeper of the uh, of the. Uh, dead star he's in the, like the it's a circling um well i mean you've guys seen the movie by now i think you have um in that he's in the the spaceship surrounding the ring spaceship surrounding the star and um yeah he carries a lot of weight it's a good little performance um again this makes me want to read the comic which is awesome um so yeah, I think a lot of the movie starts and you got Tony Stark, you got um Doctor Strange and they're they're going back and forth talking about what to do. Thanos is showing up, what are they gonna do? They gotta come up with a plan. Um you have a like a whole different parts. You have the Guardians of the Galaxy part, you have the Tony Stark and um Doctor Strange part. And you have uh, Captain America and uh, Black Panther part. And all these different parts. The Avengers is split up. Oh, yeah, Vision and Scarlet Witch. Which, which 
their romantic relationship, I think, just they do it just enough to where it's like you you buy into it a bit more this time, and um, it's good. It works. They made it work with with the overall story, which I was really concerned um, that you know uh, they're going to try to fit in the love story in this somehow, where you have all these other big events. It feels like well too too late now, but they make it work and through the limited screen time they have it's a good little romantic scene where you get the feeling that they both care a lot about each other so when they when the vision uh gets his which inevitably you know thanos gets to vision and that's the big climax of this one of the climaxes of this film i feel like it had a few different climaxes <laughs> uh you know, you know he's going to get that stone from Vision's head, but how the heck is he going to do it? Is he going to do it easily? Um, no, he doesn't do it easily. But because Scarlet Witch try, has to try to kill him before and destroy him before Thanos gets it, she does it, which is so heartbreaking. She kills Vision, but and destroys the stone in his head. But Thanos already has the Time Stone. In which he's able to reverse that, and uh, and just take the stone from his head, just rip it out of his head, which I knew was going to happen somehow. But that the way that was done was was pretty neat, and and uh, Thanos is so sympathetic to Scarlet Witch after she she killed him, and and uh, there's a lot of interesting sympathy going on with with Thanos and. It just tells you, it's like you want, you always want a villain that's complex or believes that he's doing the right thing, and that I always thought, like, how the heck to do that with Thanos? And uh, Thanos, they they did it, man, which was awesome. And uh, take note, DC, it, when they finally decide to do Dark Side, um, I don't know, I. I this is pretty amazing. Um, he, he carries a lot of the, the, the movie, um, but I can't really say that. Everyone carries a movie in this. It's a great cast is spectacular, everyone being together. Like, I was worried about this movie being not living up to the hype and being underwhelming. Um, it feels bigger. It feels like it's got more weight to it. And, uh, which is awesome. Like I said, this is an event movie. And you don't feel, thank God, you're not you're not getting like a movie of the week kind of thing to it. It's it's delivering on its a lot of its promises. Um, they could have easily done an, another hour of this because I think the movie went kind of fast, and it's a two and a half hour movie. <laughs> There's a few times in the movie where it goes it fades to black, and I'm like, oh, like please don't end here. It's like there's a lot of like. They could say the end, and it's like, oh man, it would kill me. Um, I felt like the ending leaves it up in up in the air a little bit. I mean, there is a definite kind of like, whew, how the heck are they gonna come back from that? He's got the Infinity Stones. Um, it's it it it's a good little leave off and and uh, end of a movie, but yet kind of a, a cliffhanger. And a lot of people at the end of this movie were, I think, were kind of like, we were overwhelmed with like what we just saw emotionally. 
and visually it's like some people clapped but the people that clapped they clapped it when thor came back with with the axe hammer weapon and started kicking ass much like in thor ragnarok where he gets his uses his lightning powers a lot more and starts kicking some butt i thought that was awesome um thor uh Putting the axe into Thanos was was great, and uh, Thor saying, "I told you you were gonna, you were gonna pay for that, <laughs> for that death of Idris Elba," and uh, you know, I you know I talked a lot of shit about Idris Elba and the Dark Tower, but um, I always I, I I I look, like I said, I don't blame the man for going for jobs. This role he has in in, uh, in Thor movies, I thought he did fine. You know, I thought he gives a good performance. He gives it his all. This is one of the characters where I thought he does a good job with. So I, I felt a sense of loss when he dies in it, and that was cool. That was good. You needed that. You needed something like that for Thor to have an emotional stake in this. Um, what else, what else, what else? Black Panther, awesome. They carry the momentum from his movie to this one just right feels like a continuation of that and you feel a lot more behind his character now and there's it feels like seamless and you feel like you know a lot of the Wakandans and his his army um the women the I forget his right hand woman uh warrior she's great um the guy that he was the other tribesman he was getting having a hard time getting along with He's in this. He's awesome. His, uh, I think it's his, his sister in this. That's like the tech guru. She's on point. And it's like, yeah, it's like it just picks right up, man. Um, some cool effects with the Infinity Stones and the Reality Stone. Um, when Thanos takes on uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy, he, um, Drax, he turns into a bunch of squares. And, uh, Oh, uh, what's the the green skinned girl? I can't remember. She gets turned into like a puppet or something or a jack in the box. I thought that was neat. Um, Quill is on point. He's funny in this. He's singing. Um, although I noticed there's only two songs in this whole movie, <laughs> two pop songs, which is a pretty incredible thing too. Um, yeah, there's just a lot of goodness. Alan Silvestri did the soundtrack to the whole thing, which is great. Um, what more can I say? Spider-Man, the Iron Man suit, he goes up to help Iron Man in, in the big uh, circle um, rocket thing that Thanos has. And he's jumping around and, it, and his the spider comes out of his... Uh, outfit the spider logo to have six legs or whatever that was great i really loved the hell out of that because i remember that being in a comic where he had a, a suit that did that in a way um or I, i'm pretty sure it was a comic or, or a video game but i thought that was terrific man um spider-man was a lot of fun um he didn't have enough probably enough funny lines well he did he had some funny lines when he was just Peter Parker or he had the mask off. Not as much uh, um, jokes when he had the mask on, which, uh, okay. 
but Spider-Man, it's fun seeing him doing his thing, taking on Thanos, throwing some kicks at him, some punches, shoots web, uh, some web at it, at it, into his eyes. There's a cool little scene like when they're all fighting Thanos, Iron Man, Doctor Strange, and they're all doing their their multiple powers on him, and and it's a one one shot, and they're they're just trying to take him out. Kind of reminds me of something like George Perez would would draw with so many characters in one shot doing their thing. Um, yeah, that was really cool. I, I quite enjoyed that. It reminded me of a, a, a Apocalypse, X Men Apocalypse, and they were they were doing that a bit, and I and I did like that scene in that movie. Um, but it's like, man, just as much as I like this, this needs Wolverine right now. <laughs> and you know, while I was watching this movie, um, I, I was thinking, man, how much cooler would this be with the X Men involved? Or, or Doctor Doom involved, you know. Um, again, I don't think they were in. The, I don't. I'm pretty sure they weren't in uh, the the comic storyline. Maybe they were, but um, if they do a part two, I don't know if they'll get any X Men. Probably be they've got we got a little while for them to get cooking again. But in the Marvel universe, but that would be neat. Um, anything else about this? so cool to see even Black Widow kicking some butt when she shows up with Captain America um, and they, they help out uh, Scarlet Witch it's neat it's gratifying it's cool to see them um, kicking butt against uh, alien superhero characters that are you know very strong and um, the horsemen of uh, kind of like yeah like the four horsemen of Thanos, um, much like Apocalypse, had his four horsemen. Um, yeah, I, I, I deeply enjoyed uh, watching them kick some butt. And Captain America with the Wakandan shield was neat. I would have liked to see some more shield action of him throwing it around, doing different things with it. Um, there's some good action moments in it. Um Again, there's some really cool visual stuff going on with Doctor Strange uh, versus Thanos, Thanos, which was so neat. Um, he has like that, the, the, I don't know, the six, six or eight arms, which I'm sure is like an Indian god symbol for something. Uh, uh, Brahma or whatever. Um, so neat. Uh, he multiplies himself to th around... Uh, Thanos and Thanos uses his, his um, uh, one of his stones, probably the reality stone, to, to uh, see which one is the right, uh, the true Doctor Strange. I thought that was great. There's a lot of neat visual things going on. There's a you're overloaded. I mean, I dedicated this whole. Day. I didn't do anything else this day except really. Uh, I'm like I'm just gonna watch this movie and I'm not gonna go. It's it was a beautiful day, sunny day in Michigan. I'm not going to go, I wanted to, I thought, maybe play Frisbee golf. But I'm like, no, I'm just going to make this simple. This is about the Avengers, and I'm going home. <laughs> and the whole, you know, the first theater I went to, um, and it's Sunday, right? This movie had already been out for at least three days, or and uh, two or three. 
I'm expecting, okay, it's, it's a matinee. It's not going to be totally packed, but there'll be a lot of people. Sold out. Sold out. The only showing was 8 o'clock. We were trying to see a, a 1.30 show. So we had to drive to another theater down the road, probably 10 minutes away. Get in there. Yeah, it was. Uh, we were able to get tickets and get in, and uh, the, to the epics and where the sound was. You pay two dollars for extra sound, and uh, okay, we still had to wait in line, a packed line, and uh, filter in there. And uh, anyway, um, that that's pretty amazing. Not many movies will be that rocking and rolling even through through Sunday. So, and in fact, I was worried about it. Like, well, I'll go in. Maybe it'll be like ten people in the in this one. No, there it was packed, and it was just as lively as if you probably saw it a Friday on Friday night or premiere night, which I I liked. I do like I like the audience reaction. I like the clapping. I like people getting into it when it's a big movie like that. Um, you know, when I went to go see Wolverine Origins, uh, you know, I shot Wolverine before the movie starts or when I see the credits. Um, I didn't go too ballistic this time. I, uh, I might have clapped a little bit. Um, that's about, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm nearing the end of this whole thing. Uh, I'm still kind of digesting it. I just, I, I, I enjoyed the crap out of it. I'm going to go see it again on IMAX. Um. Yeah, yeah, there's, um, some characters died, a lot of them got turned to ash at the end. I know they're going to come back, a lot of them will. Um, how they come back will be interesting. Um, yeah, someone said a great point, it's like, you can't kill off or, or turn that many major characters into ash and expect them not to come back somehow in the next one. So that's a good point. Uh, maybe if they, you know, turned one or two into ash, then you'd be like, oh boy, that's not good. <laughs> but that being said, um, Tony Stark was a little bit more serious in this one. Could have used some more uh, jokes, but that's fine. They're going more. They're going serious a little bit more in this one because everything had been leading up to it. Really looking forward to this next one. I had thought maybe they shot both of them already, but they didn't. They shot only the first one, so they have to go and shoot the second one now, which is amazing, which is, like, tricky because you have so many big actors involved with their schedules, and they have to get everybody back together again to do this again. Like, wow, I thought they were going to shoot both of them back to back. That's craziness. So we'll see. Hopefully nothing crappy happens uh, to keep any of the uh, actors out of, of the, uh, the sequel commitment, you know. Um, really loved it. Um, at least as much, definitely as much as the first Avengers movie, if not more. And I think it's probably up there as being like, um, definitely one of the best comic book, comic book movies and definitely one of my top, probably one of my top three Marvel movies. Um, it's up there. It's probably, probably right underneath Iron Man 1, because I think Iron Man 1 is probably the strongest Marvel movie. 
Um, yeah, I liked it more than Civil War. I liked it. Oh yeah, more than Civil War. I liked it more than uh, Winter Soldier. Um, it's it's got to be pretty damn close. Even even getting, I'd say it's almost neck neck with Iron Man one. So uh, you can't get much better than that <laughs> with Marvel the Marvel movies. Um, I'm giving it a solid ten out of ten. And like I said, I haven't given a movie a ten out of ten in a long while. And there you go. There's my full movie review. I'm sure I'm missing some things, which I'm, I'll probably come back and touch on in my next episode. Um, I better start getting on some episodes, man. I'm like, this is like just barely hitting. I'm just right in the end uh, death throes of April here. Um, come on, coming up with a new podcast strategy to get these out a bit more. Um, but right now, my uh, my uh, cell phone with my headphone mic is going to have to do the trick um, till uh, I find out what else, how else to do these more. I, I can get these out quicker, but the quality, sound quality, I'm working on. I'm working on that. I want that to be a little bit better, but I don't think this is pretty bad considering the mic is, uh, you know, a little headphone mic on here, and, uh, you know, you don't hear my car in the background, but... You know, there's enough quietness in the room. There's a fireplace going on. Um, anyway, uh, long days and pleasant nights. Avengers Assemble. <laughs>